Welcome back to another Shifting Schools episode. It's spring break week for a lot of educators, well, at least here in the Pacific Northwest. And I can't think of a better episode to bring you this first week of April than the conversation I had with Dana Goodyear, author of the book and podcast, Out of the Trenches, Stories of Resilient Educators. We talk a lot in education about fostering resiliency in students. But we all know being an educator means being resilient ourselves. Dana's goal with the book and the podcast is to support educators in helping through those trench moments we all have by having all of us share our stories of how we found ourselves in the trenches and how we got ourselves back out of those moments. Dana and I even recorded an episode for her show that will be coming out soon so you can hear my own story of being in the trenches and how I made it back out. Getting in and out of trenches, as we all know, is just part of life. There are days, weeks, months, and even years, it feels like, where we're in the trenches and we just struggle to find a way out. When we're in the trenches, it's good to know we're not alone. And as educators, our trenches many times can be similar. That's Dana's hope with her book and podcast that she can support educators in understanding there are others that are going through or have gone through trenches too and found a way out to let all of us know we're not alone in the trenches and that getting through them and out the other side builds resiliency for the next trench we find ourselves in. One book that I recommend often to those I've had conversations with that find themselves in the trenches is Seth Golden's book titled The Dip. I first read the book while I was a technology coach in a school and found myself going through a dip. It helped me to clarify where I was and what decisions I had to make to what Seth calls The Dip. I'll link the book to the show notes for those who might be interested. Personally, I've been going through a dip that seems like it's lasted a lot longer than it should have. Of course, with age comes the ability to spot trenches when they're coming and hopefully start preparing for them ahead of time. But there are situations in life that also seemingly come out of nowhere. And before you realize it, you find yourself in a trench looking up and wondering, how did I get here and how do I get out? That was my experience of late. I find myself in a trench, looking around, asking myself, how did I get here? How did this happen? How do I get out? It was then when a friend of mine recommended the book, The Dip, to me. I had to laugh. A full circle moment of the book I recommend to others now being recommended back to me. As we all know, it's not just the book, both The Dip and Dana's Out of the Trenches that help us get through the trenches and out the other side. But it's this idea of resilience that we know is a key attribute in being successful. You don't get out of a trench or out of the trenches, really. The only way is through them. And once you build that resiliency in getting through them, you're better prepared for the next one. And here's what we know. There will be a next one. It's part of life. It's part of being human. So I encourage you after you listen to today's episode with Dana, head to your favorite podcast player and subscribe to Out of the Trenches podcast to hear stories from other educators of the trenches they found themselves in and how they made it through. I'm excited to bring you this great conversation with Dana Goodyear, but first, a quick word from today's show sponsor. Macinvia from Macin is a free digital content management system offering more than 3 million digital titles, including eBooks, audiobooks, read-alongs, databases, and videos. To date, this highly sought-after digital content management system has been awarded 20 distinctive national honors, including multiple Best of Show awards at ISTE, several awards of excellence by Tech and Learning, and Product of the Year by Modern Library Awards. 
Today, Mac and Via can be found in thousands of schools and accessed by more than 9 million students around the world. To see what Mac and Via can do for you, visit macandvia.com today. That's M-A-C-K-I-N-V-I-A.com and set up your free account. Thank you to Mackin for being a sponsor of Shifting Schools. Now, here is my interview with Dana Goodyear, author and host of the podcast, Out of the Trenches, Stories from Resilient Educators. And with that, on with the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of Shifting Schools. I'm so excited to have our guest here with us today, Dana Goodyear the author of Out of the Trenches book and author of the podcast by the same name, Out of the Trenches. Dana, thank you so much for taking time to be here with us today. Let's get started with the idea of the book. You wrote this book, Out of the Trenches. Talk a little bit about what inspired you and motivated you to to write this book. So thanks so much for having me on. Um, So I was inspired to write the book, as kind of a side note from the podcast that I started back in May of 2020, but mm-hmm. I have uh, a lot of stories, um, you know, that I've interviewed people in my podcast about, but also I have a lot of stories to share, uh, the trench stories, educational resilience, right? So um, it's about resilience. And I think um, even before the pandemic, a lot of people had been through these trench stories or multiple trench stories and uh, say sometimes that, their career has been one big trench, right? So, you know, I I don't want to, in the book, talk about, like, it being a negative thing. So I give tools for, you know, coming out of the trench. How do we uh, stay out? How do we, um, you know, navigate self-care? How do we get through difficult situations with, you know, parents, colleagues, uh, students? Um, What do we do if, um, you know, we're in a position where we don't feel fulfilled. Uh, so I kind of explore those different areas. Each chapter goes into, you know, exploring um, either, you know, we're in the trench and want to get out or we're out of the trench, how do we stay out? Or, you know, navigating challenges uh, while in the trench, you know, and how do, how do we avoid <laughs> getting back into a trench? Yeah. So so it's, a, it's a, in part um, stories that I've lived through and, and people that have been on my podcast have lived through, but also, uh, in part, a self-help book. Um, so, uh, you know, it's kind of a um, a little bit more than just the blogging I've done. So I've done mm-hmm. blogging for uh, about two years now for Teach Better Team. And I write a, on a variety of things that I experience uh, in a day-to-day education, but also about things I've read about. So um, some of the things I bring in from either sessions I've presented or ideas that I've had for blogging, but also I do keep it in the the vein of the trench stories and getting out of the trenches. So I'm really excited. The book, um, as of recording, it should be published in a few weeks. So early December, it will be coming out. Uh, It's being published by Road to Awesome, um, which is a company that one of my previous guests a couple years ago, Darren Pepper, he founded. (laughs) So he wrote a book of the same name, uh, that was published by Codebreaker, and then he founded Road to Awesome. So oh, cool. um, I'm in the final stages of editing and looking at covers and things like that. So, um, you know, highly encourage anybody who uh, has has been there, you know, in the trenches, uh, but also really uh, can resonate with those um, 
really, I would say, uh, valleys and, and hills or mountains that all of us live through in education. Uh, it's, a, it's not a very long read. It's pretty easy read, and um, I think uh, you'll get a lot out of it. I think I, I almost like as, as I hear you talk, I, yeah. I'm, I feel like the tagline for the book needs to be SEL for teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your SEL, right? Yeah, How do you get yeah. out of the trenches, stay out of the trenches? Uh, can you maybe just maybe highlight maybe what's one thing in the book that um, that you really liked when you talk about some of these strategies of either getting out of the trench or staying out of the trench? Was there a chapter that you found that you're like, you know what, that was maybe my favorite part of the book or something that you think where we are today in education that you think is really going to resonate with with the readers and listeners of the podcast? So, you know, I talk about sharing um, your skills and expertise with other colleagues or even at conferences. And so I go into like PD, personalized PD in one Mm -hmm. of the chapters and I feel like there's a lot, of, and that's kind of like how I was my first roughly 10 years of teaching. I was kind of like on my own island. I taught an elective in high school, so I didn't really share out with other people. Um, and then I started sharing out more kind of at conferences and outside of my school building. But I think a, a way of kind of getting out and staying out of the trenches is really to uh, broaden your horizons. And that could be doing a staff embedded PD in your PLC or for different parts of your staff. It doesn't have to be the whole staff. It could be presenting at your district. It could be presenting at a conference, but I think a lot of teachers have ideas to share that they're maybe kind of keeping to themselves or they're, they feel like they're not worthy. Right. So, um, you know, and connecting with educators that way. So I think really just, uh, looking at it from that, um, 360 degree view, um, mm-hmm. of like, what can you, um, contribute to, uh, others that you work closely with? Um, and how can you do that? It, you know, if you don't want to present, it could be something like, uh, starting a book club on, on some professional reading at your school. It could be, uh, you know, starting a, a club, you know, contributing in some way that maybe isn't the traditional way that a lot of us do with, when it comes to committees or clubs or things like that. Very cool. Very cool. I love that you, you talk about kind of your progression to writing the book. You know, you were blogging for a while and then I find it fascinating that you started the podcast before you started writing the book. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the podcast and maybe how starting the podcast allowed you to even get, and I don't know, did it allow you to get more stories or did it help you refine kind of some of these, you know, Mm -hmm. out of the trench stories, uh, that later, you know, led, led to the book. Can you kind of maybe talk about the progression from, you know, starting to blog and being like, okay, and then there's something here in a podcast and, you know, it's time for me, it's time for me to write a book and, and, and consult and, and support, support uh, educators that way. Can you maybe talk about that, that journey? Mm-hmm. I think that's a great journey. Yeah. So, um, and I, I do address a little bit in my book, uh, the beginning of uh, how I got started with the podcast, but I actually started the podcast, um, kind of when everything was shut down in May, 2020. And, um, even if it hadn't been shut down, I probably would have started then because I'd finished my doctorate a few months earlier and I'd been thinking about starting a podcast for a while, but I just didn't have the capacity. 
So, um, you know, it was another thing kind of to shift my energy to right after finishing my doctorate a few months prior to that. And I'd been a fan of a few educational podcasts for leaders, the Principal Center Radio, uh, Transformative Principal with Jeff Rowe Jones and Better Leaders, Better Schools with Danny Bauer. Uh, so I'd been listening to those uh, since late 2016 and, you know, heard their stories, heard them interview authors and things like that. And then I figured, well, this is something I could also do. Right. Yeah, so cool. um, and I started it at a great time because people had the time and the capacity sure. to be on the podcast. Right. Um, I really um, you know, I didn't ha- I had a Twitter following. I had, you know, a Twitter account at the time, but I really. kind of didn't know where to get started on reaching out to the big names, right? So at first I interviewed uh, people that I'd worked with that I knew personally, um, and then I did get some recommendations. And uh, it was really just putting yourself out there, right? Like I've done in terms of speaking and consulting, but it was just sending out um, a request if you want to be on the podcast. And a lot of people loved the idea. Um, you know, so I started interviewing a few authors like Evan Robb and Rick Jetter and, uh, you know, got to hear about their trench stories. And, you know, it opened up to the part of it didn't really have to do with something that they were going through at the time during the pandemic or the shutdowns and navigating that. Uh, a lot of people were talking about like their first years in education. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, c- relationships that they had with a, a difficult student or something like that. Or uh, a few of my guests the first year even talked about how um, there it wasn't really their first choice. They got into uh, teaching through subbing. Right. And kind of being placed at different right. schools. And then they fell in love with it and their connections with with the classes. So um, everybody interprets churches a different way. Um, but I also wanted uh, listeners to hear about those stories of resilience, where the people are today, uh, because it's kind of that looking back on their story, you know, and there were people, of course, that first year when um, we were in varying degrees of hybrid and remote that were talking about their challenges in the now. But I think like really uh, those people who did talk about the challenges of the pandemic, they, they also had that hope, right? They were, uh, connecting with families or they were working with teachers and, you know, it was that positive outlook on the situation. And that's something I share in the book as well is like, you know, it's, it's how you view things, right? Life is uh, 90% of what happens to you or it's 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. So, um, yeah. so it's that, having that mindset, right? The growth mindset and, and yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's such a great story. You know, we're, launching a mastermind class uh, to support Mm -hmm. educators who might want to get into the consulting business. Uh, We'll be doing that here uh, in January as this podcast comes out. And I think your approach, right, that there's so many ways you can can grow your consulting business with this idea of, you know, you start blogging and then you start podcasting. And between those two, something comes out of it that you find, you know what, there might be a way to take all of these stories and publish it. And now next thing you know, you're a published author and that gives you more credibility yeah. when you go out and do the consulting thing. You know, I was the same way. I, I you know, I was blogging for a long time uh, and really through the blog found a niche uh, that was needed. And it was out of that that I was mm-hmm. able then to author my first book, Reach, uh, in 2010. 
just because you had so many, you know, you blogging and I think even podcasting gives you this ability to even know what is your message? What do you really believe? Because you're constantly talking to others, right? And you're, you're gathering feedback and yeah. you're, you're hearing the stories that you can turn around and say, okay, well, how, do, how would this fit in a book? You know, how, how did they get out of the trench? What strategy did they use that we can look at? Uh, you know, break down into pieces and then, you know, help support the next teacher get out of getting out of the trenches as well. So, uh, just, I just love hearing consultants when people start consulting, like, how did you get there? Right. And that's part of what the mastermind course is about, is about just supporting, uh, you know, all of us in different ways that you can get into educational consulting. So you have to check that out over on shifting schools.com for those that might be interested in doing that as well. So again, uh, the book should be out by the time this uh, podcast lands. So the book again is out of the trenches and the podcast by the same name out of the trenches can be found anywhere you find podcasts. So before I let you go, um, I wanted to just have a conversation with you. You know, you've had 23 years of experience in education. You've, you know, written this book, started the podcast during the pandemic. You know, with the last few years in education, I think your book and podcast really are going to strike a chord with educators on just where we're at. What's your take mm -hmm. on the educational landscape today? And where do you think we're headed in K-12 education? Like, what are you seeing? Like, what are the conversations that you're having? Kind of where do you think we're at? And where do you think, where do you, what do you think the future holds for us? You know, a lot of people, I think, were pretty hopeful a few years ago, right, that we were going to come out of the pandemic and look at things a new way. And, you know, we were all going to use some of the lessons that we learned during remote and hybrid learning. Um, I do see a lot of schools going back to the same old, same old. Um, I think a lot of it depends on what, um, you know, principals believe uh, is best for their building, right? So this mm -hmm. could be uh, in terms of like school culture, it could be in terms of what, um, you know, what new strategies or new incentives, um, you know, anything that they want to explore with their staff that they haven't done before, we're not all going to do everything at the same time, right? Um, sure. But like, what can we do that looks different than what we did before the pandemic, right? So a lot of that comes um, down to looking at, um like moving, moving forward, right? Instead of moving backwards, right? Um, a lot of uh, students didn't have one-to-one -one computers uh, before the pandemic, now they do. Uh, but a lot, even though a lot of teachers use the computer solely for teaching, how can we also integrate, um, you know, flexible um, learning? How can we integrate project-based learning and student-centered learning, right? And not just have a teacher be the state uh, sage on the stage because we have a lot of kids that are in classes I think now after they were remote and they're pulling up games they're you know doing they're multitasking they're not really paying attention to the teacher so how can we better serve them that way and so I think it is depending on the school really um, it's depending on the culture um, but also what works best and I think this is even prior you know we could say five years ago ten years ago um, if, if a school leader or assistant principal, if they're in like a mastermind, like you talked about, if they're talking to leaders across the country and they're getting ideas, they're listening to podcasts, they're reading articles, then they can find out, they can, they can explore what works best for them. So I hope we can look back in five to 10 years and not say, Hey, well, this school just kind of does everything the same they did 30 years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I know there's, there's innovation going on a lot of places. However, there are a lot of places still stuck in the past. So it's kind of a, 
a hit or miss, depending on where you're at. Yeah. And listeners of the podcast will know I use this analogy all the time yeah. and it's probably getting yeah. old for those that have been listening to this podcast for a while now. But, you know, I use that. I use the analogy of a rubber band. And during the yeah. pandemic, we got stretched as far as you could stretch that sucker. And for some people, mm-hmm. it broke. Right. And for some mm-hmm. people, didn't were, they broke their rubber band. But I think what happens is when you stretch something like that, sure. you know, there's this tendency that once you're, quote unquote, out of it, you snap back. Mm-hmm. And I still think here in 2022 and 23, we're a little bit back in that snapback. Yeah. Um, but the nice thing is, and the thing I want everybody to remember is even after you stretch that rubber band as far as you can and it stretches back, it's not the same rubber band. Mm-hmm. Right there, there. You're going to be out of the trenches. You've got things you're going to deal with. It's not the same rubber band. Mm-hmm. And our goal is, is how do we just kind of stretch the rubber band to keep it tight? You know, I don't want to stretch it so far that it breaks, but we've got to keep growing. We've got to figure out what do we take from the pandemic? We have to understand, as you said, what did students go through? What yeah. did our parents go through? And how do we meet them where they're at? I know one of the things I think we're seeing and we're going to continue to see is this idea of high flex models of learning in K-12 education. Uh, We have, you know, where kids are going to be learning at home or won't be coming to school. And how do we reach those kids? Um, And, you know, there's just a lot of social pressure right now on education as well as education is trying to find its way uh, through this as well. But, you know, how do we just kind of stretch ourselves a little bit and get out of the the trenches of pretending like it's 2018 still or 2019 mm-hmm. still and just take one small step you know what is that why why are kids acting this way and how do i adjust something that i'm yeah. doing to meet students where they are mm-hmm. and i think that that's the mindset for right now and you know take small steps do your personalized learning through podcasts and books um, again you know the book out of the trenches podcast by the same name out of the trenches. Dana, as we get ready to wrap up here today, uh, can you maybe talk about if people want to reach out to you, they want to learn more, what's the best way for them to reach out, maybe contact you, uh, have you come in and talk? Maybe there's a school leader listening to this that's like, you know what, my teachers really could use some of these strategies mm-hmm. uh, as we get out of the out of the trenches. What's, what's a great way for them to reach out to you? So uh, my website, uh, danagoodyear.com, um, a list of different offerings I have for PD uh, I can come and speak to your staff about. I also am on uh, Twitter at Dana Goodyear. Um, I, my podcast has Twitter and Instagram at Out of Trenches PC. Um, you can download the Out of the Trenches podcast wherever you find podcasts. Uh, you can follow my blogs on teachbetter.com slash blog. Uh, from there, you would just uh, search my name and all my blogs will pop up. I usually uh, publish blogs every two to three weeks there. Awesome. Great. And we'll make sure all of that is in the show notes for people so that they can one click get to your links, uh, look at your website and see if uh, maybe... Maybe they want you to come in and talk about some of the out of the trenches or lead discussions around strategies of how do we continue to move forward in education. Dana, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll connect soon over on the network. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Just a reminder, you can save $25 on any of our learning pathways at ShiftingSchools.com by using the code SSPOD25 at checkout. If you like today's show, or if you have something you'd like us to talk about, send us an email at info at shiftingschools.com. And of course, rates and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time, we'll see you on the network.